It's dark outside this time. We're actually recording properly after dark. <laughs> we thought it would help. Uh, maybe not for you. you know, it's hard. Now that it's finally summer. dark, we understand. Maybe not for you, Chev. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's dark here. It's dark on the the eastern half of the continent. Speaking of the eastern half of the continent, who is this hobo who just found his way into our Discord call? <laughs> Stumbled in, fresh off the the Boston snows. Oh. It's May, so I assume it's still cold there. Oh, I thought this was the Call of Duty Discord. <laughs> Welcome to the Call of Duty lobby. <laughs> the Warzone Discord. The, the Call Warzone. of the Call of Duty. Do you guys see there was a anyway. uh, the new update for Call of Duty as oh. King Kong and Godzilla in it? Like that almost made me want to play it. You you like in your squad you need to get enough kills oh. and then you get a Godzilla kill streak. <laughs> like just what just a, just a kaiju yep. emerges and just tramples through the middle yep. of the and map. And you can kill it and earn a bunch of XP. Um, but it could also be King Kong just smacking stuff. It seemed quite quite interesting. Alrighty. Anyway, right. I was going to say that I haven't cared. Commentary. I was. <laughs> Well, I was going to say I haven't cared about Call of Duty in like 10 years, but you're right. That does sound like something that I Like I'd if the game wasn't 80 gigabytes so, uh, or something for the <laughs> for the one map. <laughs> true, true, true. Gotta buy a fucking uh, external hard drive just to contain all just my Call of assets. Duty data. <laughs> my it. Mm, fucking. Mm. Anyway, should we talk about Magic? Let's talk about Magic. We have, the superior, we have so much stuff to talk the about. Superior the superior gaming experience. Gaming. There's a lot. So we had... Before Julian says anything, welcome when the hell was this thing to After Dark? Julian, continue. Uh, I was gonna say we had uh, anytime Watsy, they just do this. They have the mother of all spoiler events and the mother of all stream events or whatever, where they're just like, "Here's everything that's happening for the next 17 years," except they do that like four times mm -hmm. a year. Um, <laughs> when when was this? Like last Thursday? Yeah. So this was this was last Thursday, um, where. Wizards will do, do a Twitch stream called like Weekly MTG, I think around 3 Pacific uh, every Thursday. Normally it's just, you know, like quick updates or whatever. They do like pre-beats. And this time they went over everything to expect from this summer. And uh, as Julian just previously covered, when their next massive event is going to be and it's August 18th. And that's when they're going to reveal like the next year. But this was like, this was a little, a little news drop, a little teaser for what to expect in the few months ahead. Yeah, so this this is it appears to be covering us until about the mm -hmm. fall, um, yeah, like September or so. Um, there's a bunch of things to talk about. There's a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of announcements. Everything from reprint sets to uh, core standard sets to universes beyond, and a bunch of other things. Let's just go chronologically, so we know exactly what we're working with. Um, first up, Chev, there appears to be an LGS uh, promotional. Yeah, event. so um, the first thing to kind of, this is this is more of a date to, to keep track of than an actual event to talk about. But starting July 1st, there'll be a uh, Love Your Local Game Store promotion again. This last year was the, uh, the Mindstone promotionals, if you bring a friend, I think. And there's been a few other like special promos over the last couple of years to try and get people to go even during the pandemic. And the most recent one is if you spend $50 or more on sealed product so not not singles or anything like that but 50 or more on sealed product starting july 1st you'll get an old border soul ring foil with the new art in it so it's got that cool old border treatment we saw in time spiral remastered reloaded time spiral r last year um and then with that new new soul rig right in the middle there so this is basically like 
it's like a combination buy a commander deck slash buy a box pro exactly right? because yeah. commander decks are now that 55 range yeah. boxes obviously are going to run you between not, oh, probably like 100 bucks mm-hmm. now um gosh i remember when it used to be like 85 90 for a box not not anymore <laughs> um yeah okay i will say they got the old border but they don't got the old soul yeah i think we uh, i which, think oakley might have talked about this um if only he were in the studio now i think oakley <laughs> might have talked to about this when we saw some of those tsr ones i think it was dread horde arcanist was one of the big offenders where it's like you have this old school border that looks like it was made by hand and then you have digital yeah. art in the middle and something about that feels weird yeah. uh, i'm not going to say this isn't going to be a cool promo um i don't if I end up buying double masters, I'll probably find a, a deck for this soul ring, but it's definitely like a interesting piece when you, we could have gotten the old or art and there would have been so much more excitement. Mm-hmm. The thing for me is I already have that, a uh, commander collection, black soul ring. Mm-hmm. So like my, my real estate for pimped out soul rings is there. There isn't, <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, that's true. You, you only know, need so many but, uh, soul rings. <laughs> I honestly, I feel like I just haven't been running it in like decks as much, which I guess theoretically is a good thing in our, in our collective eyes. But yeah, I'm just, I'm like, when was the last time I had to like pull a soul ring from the collection yeah. to like, yeah. you know, sleeve it. But it's yeah, a, it's a nice know. cherry on top. You know, it's, we always like seeing stuff that supports specifically your LGS since uh, so much is going around them nowadays. So having like this cool little thing as a, a, a fun extra, if you were buying a box or a new commander deck, um, is going to be something really nice. But let's get on to the the, the main event, uh, and that is the the three or four big sets that we're going to to see over these next few months. Yeah. So uh, precisely one week later, <laughs> after Love Your LGS happens, because remember we we love our LGSs, but we wouldn't want them to have the spotlight for two, <laughs> right? We got to remember that Hasbro has money to make. So. Uh, we're releasing uh, quite the moneymaker of a set. It's Double Masters 2022 Electric Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. Double the quadruple the fun. Um, yeah. Uh, the previews for this are going to start June 16th, so about a month mm-hmm. from now. Like, exactly a month from now, actually. Um, so, in case you were wondering if spoiler season ever stops, it, it, it doesn't <laughs> because we're about to turn around and... We, we Spoiler season for Baldur's Gate literally starts yeah. tomorrow as of our recording. Um, like re- like really like 12 hours from now actually um, but yeah and uh, it's going to come Double Masters is going to come with uh, draft and collector boosters which has kind of been the norm for now they got rid of like set boosters and stuff they're like either you're going to play this as a limited experience or you're going to whale and do collector so I think boosters. it's just with the, the non-standard legal sets I think they're still pushing set boosters but with these like other sets they're like what if you just have fancy one because Baldur's Gate of course will only have draft and um, collector boosters uh, but I think it's just for like product line reasons and stuff like that. They're not they're not getting rid of set boosters. I thought they did. Maybe not. No. I watch too much of this stuff, Julian. You know I'm right. <laughs> Your opinion is is invalid. Um, but for those of you who don't remember Double Masters, it came out right probably the summer of 2020, the first one. Uh, and I also noticed yep. in their official marketing, it's no longer Double Masters two. It's 2022. So uh, we might be seeing a few more of these in the future. Um, but a Double Masters pack has two rares and two foils and costs six times as much money, I think, is the exact <laughs> math. Um, so there's going to be a lot of good stuff in here. The reprints they've shown so far is Liliana, The Last Hope, Renin 6, Weathered Wayfarer, 
uh, getting its first reprint. Well, no, I think it was on the list. Um, but new art on a um, in-store promo, um, and then just the regular art in the set itself, and then Bring to Light, which is one of those weird Converge cards. But of course, the biggest card that I care about that they spoiled, and the best card in the, the entire set, some might say, Kozilek, Butcher of Truth. We're obviously getting a set of all three Titans, uh, and every rare in the set will have a foil etch treatment like we saw in Commander Legends. So there's three versions of Kozilek for three times the fun. And there's going to be three Emrakuls and three, granted it's the Emrakul you can't play in Commander, uh, and three Ulamogs, but they also have alt art coming. So granted, they've only spoiled Kozilek so far, but the alt art on it is fantastic. <laughs> and I look forward to the revamp of the Eldrazi deck that's going to come at some time this year just to make uh, Oakley and Julian and Eric upset. <laughs> All right, anyway, so Walchev creams himself over the Titans. Uh, Oak, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Uh, what, 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 what are like two or three cards that you're hoping they really reprint uh, in this Double oh, Masters? Po- you know, potentially because you're going to get that sick that sick alt art like box topper mm. treatment or whatever. That is that is such a... Well, you say alt art and box toppers, the first thing I immediately think of is Snapcaster Mage. In fact, I mean, the <laughs> first thing... <laughs> the first thing I'm thinking of just in general is... um. Is, is a bunch of the box toppers from uh, Ultimate Masters, was that? Yeah, yep. Uh, so, let's see. Snapcaster Mage, definitely uh, number one. I'd love to get my hands on one of those. Jeez. Um, Random Six was another big one I would have said. I already, I'm glad they've already uh, sort of settled on that. Um, it's probably too early to reprint some other MH2 stuff, so I, I don't see us getting another Torok or anything. Uh, oh man, this is hard. <laughs> Maybe the, um, uh, the the force cycle from Modern Horizons One. I know that's oh, been like rumored in yeah. the sense of like, all right, these are too expensive, like Force of Negation and Force of Vigor. Those are all like thirty plus yeah. dollars at this point. Better yet, just toss another Force of Will in there. It, it's it's time. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I'd say it's about that time. Maybe maybe another Mana Crypt. Uh, it's been about two years since we got one of those, and it's back up to one hundred ten. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I was going to say, they luckily, most of these cards that they've confirmed are reprinting are quite expensive. At least Ren and Six, Liliana, Kozilek. Um, Snapcaster, I don't believe, has been reprinted in a hot minute. That's very expensive. Um, all the, I mean, all the Titans are actually very expensive yeah. as well. Yeah, so it, it'd be good to, to, to bring some of these down. And, and like you said, I wouldn't be surprised if they double-dipped on some of the previous Double Masters cards. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I want to say... It was what demonic tutor, and then was it mana drain that was in that, or was that ultimate? Uh, mana drain, because um, I I got one from it. One yeah, one of those sets yeah. So I I could see them redoing some of those things just because those cards are still so expensive. You know when you take mana drain down from two hundred dollars to eighty dollars, yeah. it's like you you it's, still could reprint yeah, another time or two. Yeah, it's still like or fifty or sixty bucks. It really hasn't come up in the in the same way since it got the modern printing, which is what we like. That's. I mean that's what that's what happens when one the, generally those yep. are mythics so there's still Only definitely so a supply slots. issue and two it's just they're so they're so powerful that like people people there's the demands there yeah. right the demands there uh, do you guys think that they're gonna do a um, a land cycle I mean they could easily reprint either half of the fetch lands mm-hmm. um, even you know honestly even something like a souped up uh, the triumphs are all like twenty bucks. Yeah. The triumphs would be good. I if think they did I like think crazy the art cycle of uh, fetch lines is getting a little bit cost prohibitive because I wasn't it double masters that had the the last oh no it was modern horizons two reprinted the enemy duels or had, enemy fetches yeah but uh, yeah which came yeah, down oh, quite nicely down. you know I'm they were they were like 
they're what all they're all between like 20 and 40 which is fairly reasonable for fetches but yeah i mean things like things like um you know polluted delta especially i mean i think that's like a 40 or 50 dollar card now so you could definitely bring those down but i don't know i mean it's exciting we are going to be covering it starting T minus one month from today. <laughs> of course, in the uh, in the PDH community, it's going to be interesting to see if there's any specific downshifts. Uh, we know that that one thing that Gavin Verhey kind of looks at is what what changes can be had and what things can be added to Popper specifically, and of course, that's going to affect the the commander variant of that as well. So maybe we see uh, an interesting, you know, uncommon old land cycle printed at common. That would be something really interesting. Um, and it's always fun to see, you know, what old commons, especially, uh, for example, in um, in New Capenna, we saw a reprint of a Portal Three Kingdoms card. I think it was like corrupt um, judge or something. It, it's a Court it's a two mana one one in black enters the battlefield discard a card or something like that. So very yeah. it's tame. Um, corrupt court what? official. Corrupt, corrupt court, court official. official. So very tame, but. This is a, a great opportunity to reprint those cards with new art, get them into modern hands, since a lot of the Portal Two Kingdoms starter nineteen ninety nine and all of those cards, while not powerful, are incredibly expensive. So it, it can be fun to see those, like we saw with three visits when that got reprinted finally in uh, Commander Legends. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, shall we move on to just a mere month after that, <laughs> August twelfth? We have the. Uh, the collision of the multiverses, the the universes beyond. Uh, Warhammer 40k is going to burst onto the scene August 12th. Uh, what what is going on here? What what is this set? What what are we experiencing? So, I are are uh, the only person who might know something about Warhammer. Um, I don't is not with us tonight. Uh, I I think, but the the idea here is there's going to be four commander decks printed for this this idea all featuring characters from the warhammer 40k gaming universe um and then there will be three secret layers that kind of explore the offshoots of the og you know warhammer um experience there's going to be of the four commander decks there will be two versions of each um one that is a normal commander deck and what you can expect and now probably because of how well the uh, heads i win tails you lose secret layer commander deck went there will be collector commander decks for each one of these where the deck will be fully foiled and feature surge foils which uh have yet to be shown off and oh the deck colors for those are going to be teamer esper black and grixis so a little bit of <laughs> a little bit of chaos and mayhem for the space marines and we've actually got a few cards from those sets already so maybe we we jump into that a little bit. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I think there's two I think there's two important takeaways from mm-hmm. this, right? One, they're do, they're doing this set. The part of this set is a, a commander release, right? So they're further leaning into commander, making more commander decks. This will be an unlimited run, though. Unlike most of the universes beyond that we've seen, or not an unlimited run, but it's not going to be a time sensitive or limited print run. Um, most of the uh, Universes Beyond things that we've seen so far have come in basically like limited edition, right? Obviously, the most infamous is The yeah. Walking Dead, but you know, the there's the Street Fighter one coming up. There was the uh, Stranger Things one, so this is going to be even more accessible. Hence, why they had to then re up the price point with the premiums, which I'm probably going to buy. I mean, <laughs> it's going to be like a hundred bucks a commander deck. I'm probably going to buy. I think with this, uh, may, actually, maybe even more because the yeah. the the heads I win tails you lose I think was like a hundred and that was only partially foiled. Yeah, um, I, I think to hear something to mention is like we saw with the universes within 
in um, these last couple sets, uh, or, or the last time the list was updated, right, where we got the in-universe versions of the Secret Lair cards, I think because this is a set that isn't becoming available only through Secret Lair, these cards won't get universes within counterparts. I know it's on the record for... Yes. Hmm. What? I was gonna, that was actually the second point I wanted to make was we do have these three secret layers coming, which are entitled Orcs, Age of Sigmar, and Blood Bowl, or at least yeah. those are the, the code words for them, basically, the themes. Um, so once again, Wizards is leaning into their two major things, right? Secret layers and commander decks. That's where they make their money. Um, but these secret layers, I'm assuming, are going to be proper secret layers, right. limited universe beyond which means that they will probably be getting They're in universe versions. the in-universe treatment which is kind of funny that you know similar some of them to what we just it, saw for mm. right i mean well we have this the full lord of the rings set yeah. coming next year which theoretically won't yes that one is confirmed a, uh, that they won't do a treatment, universe so. treatment so so yeah anyway um should we should we look Let's at the cards we have a few spoilers yeah. oakley why don't you walk us through our new uh new commander oh man Okay, so, so I think it has a, a, a word you'd like in it. <laughs> you mean a uh, despoiler? <laughs> nah, that's <laughs> the I one. Love, everyone loves a good despoiler. Um, yeah. So Abaddon the despoiler. Um, I I wish I could be more hyped for that name because it sounds like someone important, but I I have no idea who this is in, in the <laughs> universe. Um, cost uh, two generic plus a blue, a red, and a black for a legendary creature. I don't know how to pronounce this. Ast Astartes Warrior? That's probably uh, the best guess, because otherwise it's Astartes. <laughs> the the fanboys are crazy. Astartes? Astartes? Uh, maybe Astartes, I don't know. Um, and it just as an aside for a sec, it looks like another card we have here is Astartes, so maybe we'll have Astartes Tribal or something like that. That, But that is a very alien term hmm. to me. <laughs> I think they're like or, uh, Chaos Space Marines or something. I think they're like the evil Space Marines. Like there's two, oh, interesting. two Space Marine factions and these guys are like the dark ones and then the other ones are more like blue colored. Okay, interesting. So Maybe. Okay. I'm not... I'm just waiting for uh, when we get the it's program. Very, this is based I, off I random Twitter too. information. Yep. <laughs> I was like, okay, these are the Terran. Okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, this... This Astartes Warrior, uh, Abaddon, has Trample, and it looks like we're seeing a return to the sort of D&D-style uh, 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 annotation of... Mm -hmm. uh, the flavor words. Uh, exactly. Yeah, flavor words. Thank you. Uh, uh, in As they appear on, like, special abilities on creatures. So, this one is called Mark of Chaos Ascendant. Again, I have no idea what that actually does. <laughs> but <laughs> during your turn... Spell... Oh. I see the word. I see the word now, Chev. That you think I like. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> During your turn, spells you cast from your hand with mana value X or less have cascade. There's that word. Uh, where X is the total amount of life your opponents have lost this turn. Oh baby, that is sounding. Uh, I'm already. I've already got. Oh my god. Because <laughs> it seems That's... like even just just theory crafting for a minute. It seems like you could take this as a a. More interesting Rakdos Lord of Riots deck, right? Yep. Where creatures cost yeah. one less for each life your opponents have lost this turn. But because the, the way this is worded, like, you get a spell that deals three damage to everyone, you've got Cascade 12 um, yep. because of the number well, of opponents. So, yeah. Well, like, your, perfect. your 12 mana or less spells have right. Cascade. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But that's all of them. You, you don't know, get a Cascade so. 12 times. That, um, yeah, all... Shoot the card. <laughs> yep. That'd be very scary. All of your... 
all of, basically all your spells get cascade for the rest of the turn for for yep. casting one <laughs> yeah. measly burn spell. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it off. seems a little painful, uh, especially yep. to be across. Um, another card that we've seen spoiled that kind of seems to go uh, probably in the same deck, if I'm being honest, is Blood <laughs> for the Blood God. And surprisingly, this is not the last, first time an exclamation point has been used. I saw that and was like, oh, really? And then, of course, someone else did the work and found that, like, Invasion had one or something dumb. Uh, and this card is two black and a red and eight for an instant. And it costs one less for each creature that died this turn. And then the ability is discard your hand, draw eight cards. Blood for the Blood God deals eight damage to each opponent. Exile Blood for the Blood God. So, you know, you get a little board wipe on. You play this. And now, well, I guess you spent seven mana, um, probably. But... <laughs> You, you have Cascade for spells that cost up to 24. So, bit of a win. <laughs> Chev, I think, besides just the meme value for this, and also, by the way, the, the, the flavor text is Skulls for the Skull Throne, which is almost as important as Blood true, for the Blood true. God. Can't forget. Um, this is an instant. So, you can cast this on your opponent's turn if someone just, yeah. like, if someone rips a Blasphemous Act, they think they're in the clear, you just rip this end step, draw eight cards, which, by the way, you don't have to discard because... It's not mm -hmm. your turn. It's not your end step. Uh, and also just dome everyone for eight, which is certainly not a negligible amount of damage, uh, even in commander. So yeah. this is, there's some spice going on here. Uh, I don't have any Rakdos decks, but I might need to, uh, I might need to make one. It sounds like Oak's going to be making a Grixis deck, which is unfamiliar <laughs> to him. So. Yeah, I mean that and, and any madness strategy, right? Because of that discard your hand for three mana, you get to just like fire off all those triggers for Asmore or um, Anya or uh, any of the ones we've seen recently. Mm -hmm. that's very true yeah if you can cast this if you like if you can get the full eight or like a seven discount on this yeah you could easily be casting a few spells yep. that turn yep uh we have a reprint which i'm assuming I, these i'm assuming these are all in the so same they're not because the, they're the reprint all is a game store promo i believe if you go to your local oh. game store on launch day you get the this promo card all right, well, I don't know why Wizards got to make it so hard for me, but it's Fabricate. They'll say promo on the card. For, search for an artifact. I, dude, I don't you read know, little text. If you've been listening, bottom. you know Julian doesn't read cards, but that's fair. I read what's in the text box. I don't read all the extra stuff. Uh, anyway, Fabricate, if you needed one, this is a sick version. I'm assuming you can get it in foil. But there is one more new card, also a blue card, Vanguard Suppressor, three and a blue, also an Astart Warrior. Uh, he's got Flying, and he's a 3-2. And he has two different abilities. One of them is a flavor word, suppressing fire. Whenever he deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. Okay, so it's got like a, a nice Ophidian effect. It's also got a new keyword thing called squad. It's squad two generic. As an additional cast to cost this, as an additional cost to cast this, you can pay two generic any number of times. When it enters, create that many tokens that are. So it's like replicate for creatures, basically. Yep. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. No, I, I, I like this. Kind of taking, I mean, I, I believe it's Mark Rosewater has said every ability is a different version of Kicker or Flashback, just with fun new words. Yes. So being able to see like yes. something like this where it's just, we're tweaking it in a very specific way. I'm sure we'll see it next time with the um, uh, Selesnya Guild. Next time we're on Ravnica. This seems like a kind of thing they'd enjoy. But in the meantime, this is just a pretty cool card for showing like an average space marine. I feel like where, you know, you're making this army of tokens, especially because Warhammer 40k was originally a tabletop game. So you see it as like just making a large force uh, with enough mana. And it seems pretty fun to play. 
I'm surprised at how okay I am with this card. Compared to like other universes beyond I've seen, I look at this and I'm like, it's very different than what you normally see with a large man with a flamethrower uh, <laughs> dropping into battle. But I still enjoy the mechanical um, abilities of it. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think even though obviously Warhammer is its own very distinct and like storied universe, it feels the closest to the things that we get mm -hmm. in Magic. I mean, obviously way more than Stranger Things or The Walking Dead or or even Street yeah. Fighter, um, I think, is like the next major one that's coming. Um, right, because it's like is, fantasy world to fantasy they're world in space. as opposed to like random real person actors to fantasy world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're in, they're in space and they have like mechs and stuff. But like, there's mechs on Kaladesh yeah. and stuff. You know, like the, we have that sort of, there's that technology that's existing. So this is... I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm and cool of course, Julian, this don't cool forget enough. Magic is going to space this year as well. Chev, I'm not... That's right, Unfinity. It was not in the SummerSlam <laughs> um, talk, so we'll get back to it. Don't you worry. It might be. It might be talked about in the next event on our calendar, though. True. On, on August 18th. We have another date to keep track of. Uh, like July 1st, this isn't a set, but on August 18th, Wizards is going to have their big... Wizards Presents, which last year was the event that showed us all the sets we were getting for this year. Um, and so this is going to be, you know, all of the the things to expect from 2023, a little bit after. And they're revealing the large arc that's starting with the next standard set, Dominaria United. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. They're also going over D&D &D announcements, and it's set to be like a big reveal. Kind of what you used to think E3 would be uh, before E3 has stopped being a thing. Um but yeah, should be good. Mark your Wait, calendar. Wait, is E3 not a what? thing anymore? No. Well, it, it's like, e it keeps trying, but publishers no don't realize cares. they can just have their own events. Um, like Nintendo has random days where they just give you like a, a week notice and they're like, we're just going to show you some stuff. And Sony has like day of play. So no one is really using it as a an, an avenue anymore. So now Hasbro has their own. Ah. What a shame. And this kicks us into the, the third large set of the year um and that is dominaria united releasing september 9th uh assume spoilers start two weeks before that or something like that this is going to kick off the massive story arc um oh so basically like right when they do their big pre presentation exactly like are, we, are we taking best they're going to do their big presentation at that event um mm. for the for the double yeah. hype uh but this will kick off probably the, right at the end they'll show a phyrexian yeah. or something <laughs> they will it kicks off the massive arc we've seen in the the key art uh karn joda shauna the weatherlight a johnny Liliana, there's someone that looks like Braids. Um, and even though we don't technically know what that big story is, if you check out the expansion symbols on the website, they look a lot like the invasion um, icon. So considering we've seen some Phyrexians uh, around, it, it probably wouldn't be too hard to put two and two together. So It also seems... Sorry, go ahead, Oak. Oh, no, I was just going to say, so I'm hearing all this stuff about Phyrexians, and of course... Um... We've had a lot of we've had a bit of Phyrexian influence in our in the recent parts of the story. How are is this still about like uh, events that happened in the past uh, or in Magic's past rather? Because uh, yeah, oh, uh, I don't think so. Um, uh, because no. I believe so. Brothers War that's will the be the Brothers past. War. Brothers War. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the one that Thank comes you. out in the winter. This is this is modern day, and we're we're pretty sure that because of the design of the Weatherlight. And seeing Joda and Shauna that were from the Return to Dominaria from 2018, yes. and not the olden days. 
Yes, I, I was going to say, so, okay, thank you for clarifying that, and of, of course, I, I knew that, but to any viewers who were, uh, uh, you know, not in the know, or maybe also got confused, <laughs> I mean, got confused, I didn't get confused, uh, yeah, that Shauna, definitely kind of a new name, and Jonah <laughs> as well. Well, you see what they got to do, right, is they got to they gotta start their, their new arc that involves the Phyrexians um, with Dominator United, and then they got to have their anime protagonist flashback uh, in Brothers War. <laughs> So then in January or February, when the new set comes out, they can return and you right. know, have the final battle. Or right. whatever. Okay. Although apparently this is a massive story arc, so maybe this is going to span like the next full yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, That's what we... It'll be interesting. I, I personally don't want the Phyrexians to come to Dominari again. We already did that. song and thing. dance, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm not going to lie, I don't really like the Weatherlight or its crew. So Honestly, man, I feel that. They're more the interesting than the Gatewatch. At least, like, hopefully this next year <laughs> isn't just we get five new characters that get put in every set. Uh, they've been yeah. like, oh, you've had a break for a year. Now let's go back to the Planeswalker vehicle. So I'm hoping it's a little bit more, you know, thought out and stuff than that. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm i excited for this, I think. Dominaria is, of course, going to be one of my favorite sets that has ever come out. So seeing, like, a, a slightly new take on it should be pretty interesting. Uh, and we're also getting... A replacement of theme boosters, which is the product that everyone forgets exists because they're usually bad. See, this is what I was telling you, Chad. They're replacing the set boosters. <laughs> the theme boosters uh, are those big, thick things you see in the the like Target, and you have to remind your parents not to get you for Christmas <laughs> because they're full of uh, bulk and have a chance of getting like one theme booster specific. I don't know, one so something dumb. Uh, they're replacing them with Jumpstart packs. Which is, in my I, my eyes, a very good move. And this means, like we saw a Jumpstart that released in 2020, these are packs that are around a theme, uh, a specific deck list, and they will have cards from the main set, two foil basics, and a mechanically unique rare. Uh, and these these are, are kind of replacing this like entry product, because the theme booster came from the Planeswalker decks, came from the starter decks, whatever. And I think this is really good, because it's like you can pick up two of these... Dual decks! What? Never, never forget, forget. <laughs> never forget the never dual forget decks. The dual decks. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. Rest you in can peace. pick up two of these and just play with anyone at any time. It's like all your lands, and it will be unique each time you play it. You can grab one from Dominaria. You can grab one from Brothers War. You can have your own cross time continuum excitement. Um, but there's a lot of cool stuff with it. It does give me one question though, and that is when originally we heard Jumpstart was coming back. It sounded like we were getting Jumpstart two, and I specifically remember, and I haven't made this up because I've said it on the pod enough that at least one of you guys has been upset i was told jumpstart 2 would have eldrazi as a theme <laughs> so if we're not getting an eldrazi jumpstart like unless somehow they're showing up in brothers war or dominaria which like i don't really want to see the eldrazi on dominaria and it doesn't make sense for what's going on but like where's my eldrazi pack that could have a mechanically unique uh, colored commander for the eldrazi these are the big questions the hard hitters Wizards, wizards realize that they made a grave mistake when they announced that, and they can the whole project. <laughs> Actually, it's, it's as coming in Infinity, I believe, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> it's Co it's Emrakul I mean, in the top hat. <laughs> Hello, you know, my if baby. They, if they Hello, were, were going to reprint some Eldrazi, <laughs> fucking live it up, make a meme Eldrazi in Infinity. But listen, we don't we don't need to see them for a while. They did their thing already. They had their moment. They had and their second moment. The Phyrexians too. <laughs> waited twenty freaking years to come back. Okay, the Eldrazi had like, you know, two or three events in in the span of like a eight, six or six or seven years. Truly a glorious time to be alive. But it's 
it's listen there's a lot of this this is a heavily packed mm-hmm. summer and this doesn't include everything we're about to walk into with Baldur's Gate. Yes. I mean, this starts July 1st, so you know, you're already basically halfway through summer at that yep. point. Um, this is there's a lot of things going on. Uh, there's a lot to be excited about. And um, remember that not every product is for you <laughs> because I'm going to have to tell myself that several times while looking at my bank yep. account this summer. Support your LGS, uh, go go do some drafts of of whatever, maybe get your soul ring get your singles um but especially when we get to premium commander decks you probably don't need them get your fabricate get your fabricate. <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah get all of your free i wanted promos. to get into my premium commander deck but apparently i can't <laughs> oh, what uh what uh what warhammer 40k pre-hammer or uh, pre-con decks are you getting <laughs> Are you guys getting? So well, they they announced the names of them, but they only showed the um, commander for the Grixis one, and that's the Cascade guy. And I believe the names yeah. of um, those decks are, as I stall and click to the right website, is the the um, Teamer one is called the Tyranid Swarm, and it's got a sketchy looking insect on it that looks like alien. It's the Zerg. Um, there's Forces <laughs> of the Imperium, which is the Esper deck, and shows like a steampunk-looking sort of hunter. Uh, and then Necron Dynasties, awesome. which shows this weird robot, and that's the uh, mono-black deck. So I'm, okay. as a purveyor of uh, <laughs> mono-black strategies and Golgari strategies and most decks of mine, including the color black, I'm most interested to see how that mono deck comes out. Um, I'm also... I'd like... I like what I'm seeing from the Teamer one, just from a weird, crazy-looking insect in red, blue, green. Um, I think that could be very interesting and probably least excited for Esper. Yeah, I mean, like, I honestly, on this pod, read the uh, Grixis guy for the first time, but I think I just instantly fell in love with it. So, <laughs> this is it's going to be like Powers burn, is what it's called. Burn plus Cascade. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I mean, and plus, like, normally I think... By default, I'd always go for the teamer one because it's my favorite color combo, but I do already have a teamer deck, as we all know, and uh, Grixis one I'm already hype on, so uh, I got, I'm got my eyes on that, I, I think. You're like, why would I Why would I, <laughs> Why would would I? I make another teamer deck when I can make a Grixis deck that does everything that my teamer <laughs> yeah, deck does? That like also cascades! Genius! <laughs> I love Cascade. Yeah. One thing one thing I want to add I'm while a... we return to the Warhammer segment is the, the secret layers. I don't know much about any of these, but Blood Bowl is like super crazy space football where everyone dies. Um, that is what Blood Bowl means. I'm really <laughs> interested to see what cards come from that. And I'm really hoping for a chill pick call out and reprint of Fumble. Fumble is only 35 cents. It's from Battle Bond, but it's instant return target creature to its owner's hand. Gain control of all auras and equipment that were attached to it, then attach them to another creature. Unfortunately, in our <laughs> meta, the, the equipment we're normally seeing is Swiftfoot Boots or Lightning Greave, so it's not going to be that helpful. But I can see in a lot of decks, uh, this being just a fun out of nowhere. No one expects you to control all their Voltron <laughs> uh, pieces for the rest Dude, of the game. I, <laughs> Dude, I needed that when we played against Mountus, and I just I needed to take all this stuff and put it on my, my, uh, my Demon yeah. Cleric. Would have been beautiful. I, I will say I'm interested. For, I have high hopes for these commander mm-hmm. decks because d- one, doing a monocolor thing is is bold, and for me, Grixis and Teamer, um, and I really like Esper. I don't love Teamer or Grixis, but all three of those 
to me have always felt very streamlined and kind of yeah. samey. You know, like whenever they print a new team or commander, it feels very similar to all the other mm-hmm. ones that they have. So, but they've we've seen with Nuka Penna, um, and also to a, a, you know an extent uh, Strixhaven them doing new interesting things with the color combos. They've kind of been on a roll. I'm hoping they're going to continue that design philosophy yeah. into here and show us some new interesting commanders in these color combos. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if they like immediately shoot up to the top of EDH rec just because like when you go to teamer, they've got like 15 commanders and it's like maelstrom wanderer and like Riku of two reflections. And then like just all these other guys who do the same. <laughs> Animar. Yeah. 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 Animar. So I don't know. I, I have, I have high hopes. Um, I don't know. This, this is the most I'm ex- excited. I am for a commander deck in a long time. I might buy multiple of these and I have not bought a precon in, yeah, it's it's definitely been a while. a while. What year is it? A long, long time. time. I think the last one I bought was the freaking four color one, the Brea. Yeah, damn. Twenty sixteen. Which was like twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Jeez, oh my god, yeah, it's been a long time. So, I'm excited. Heck yeah. Any last things before Any we final wrap this one up? No thoughts. Head empty. We'll uh, we'll. <laughs> We'll be going over Baldur's Gate uh, premieres tomorrow on Daily MTG uh, at 9 a.m. Pacific. So if you somehow find yourself listening to this before then and forgot about it, go tune in. But we'll be covering that in this week's uh, main pod. So tune in for more information on Baldur's Gate. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Boys, after dark, out.